What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Sometimes we pray for the wrong thing, but often, against all odds, prayer works. It is in the little times and in the little things that we see the hand of Almighty God. And in this episode, we're going to explore that while things seem hopeless, we should focus on today and always hope for tomorrow. Today's episode is called Against All Odds, Prayer Works, Episode 157. And you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And also our sponsor is Media Angels and the books One More Child and A Few Minutes with God. You can find them at MediaAngels.com or you can find them on Amazon. Christian faith revolves around the concepts of love and hope. God is a God of truth, justice, love, unfailing, and hope. We should wake up each day and rejoice, but instead we are bogged down by the what-ifs in our lives and the burdens of our daily schedules or the things happening in the world around us. No matter when you listen to this podcast, I'm sure there's a world crisis going on or some crisis in our homes or something that is stressing you out and is tending or may tend to overwhelm you. How do we overcome and just get through every day? How do we still have hope? Some days are better than others, but it appears that one thing happens and then another and then another and it's a snowball effect in our lives, and it shatters any sense of peace. And then there's social media. I'm not sure if it has improved our lives or caused us to suffer, especially when there are disagreement of opinions. It pits family against family and friend against friend, and it even pits people against each other who don't know each other. What is this? It's senseless strife and worry that only adds to our anxiety. We can pray things like, Lord, give me the right words to use, or, or even, Lord, change the other person's heart. But what we should be praying is, Lord, do I even engage? We don't ask the right questions, and that is important in prayer. Lord, what should I do? Remember, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is our God, and we are His people. As His people, we stand up for Him in our daily lives, even when things get hard. 
Currently, I'm reading a book that is way above my pay grade. And what that means is that it is really stretching me intellectually because it deals with the philosophy of faith. The title of this book is God is Not Nice by Ulrich Lenner. It's eye-opening in that it makes the argument that if God is good and kind and nice, he is not a God worth following because we get comfortable in our faith. Of course, God is good. He is nice. He's wonderful. But our faith would stretch us if our belief that God is a God of change, and we need to look at the perspective of our world similar to windshield wipers on our soul. Is God worth following? Is he worth following in all things? That is where our personal faith convictions take place. When we realize that God offers each one of us a relationship with him as creator, we realize we are special and in essence we are given dignity. If you think about what an atheist believes, it makes me so sad, and that is that after this life there is nothing. There is nothing that follows. All that is, is now. All that is, is this world. So what about everything that this person has accomplished? What about the legacy that this person is leaving? What this gives me is a sense of horror, and that would be how I would feel if I consider that there is nothing more than this life. I would really feel that I was being gypped out, as wonderful as this life is, as wonderful as the life I have. I have a wonderful family. I have a loving husband. At this recording of 41 years, I have five amazing kids who all love the Lord. I have eight grandkids. I live an amazing life. But still, without the love of God, my life would be hollow. It really would be. I wonder if that is why there are so many suicides, because of hopeless despair, if there's only this world and nothing else. Often I challenge you in these podcasts to think about God, to consider your faith, to spend time with God in the quiet of your lives. Today, I want you to consider a life without God, without hope, without any sense of what it means to be loved unconditionally. Only what you see is what you get and nothing else. Just thinking about it just for a little bit is horrific to me. It pains me. And that is the only term I can give this thought of hopelessness and emptiness. Atheism wants us to believe that it's freeing in the sense that it allows a human person to do whatever they want without holds on their free will. But what really takes place is bondage on their free will by giving in to their nature, which at its core, our human natures are animalistic without a God who gives us dignity. That is what separates us from animals, the ability to think, the ability to have a free will, to do what is right and just, the ability to choose faith and love of God over other things. Dignity is something that is truly a human trait. It is the thing that pulls us out of bed and helps us to strive for the common good and the greater good each and every day. God is love, but what does love do? It calls us to be greater. It calls us to be better. It calls us to a higher good. It makes us think of others besides ourselves. Only God's love is unconditional. Human love is on condition, right? 
I'll do this for you if you do that for me. And we can try to make it unconditional. And sometimes it is when we love a child who maybe doesn't love us back or we you know, feel love toward another person who doesn't return that love. But only God can give us this dignity. And when I think about this, I think about Luke 8, 43 through 48. And I think about how God gave this woman her dignity back. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhage for 12 years. And though she had spent all that time on physicians, no one could cure her. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and press in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I noticed that power had gone out from me. When the women saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Just think about all the times we pray. It is different for each one of us, but in those times, do we really hold out any hope that God is available to us to hear us, and we hope He answers our prayer? Many times it appears that it's against all odds that prayer even works. I wish we were in a group here because I'm sure if I asked each one of you, I know that each of you would recount a time that you prayed and maybe held out little hope that the Lord would answer you, but He did. Many times, God answers prayers before we even ask them. That has happened to me countless times. Only the Lord knew that there was something that I was lacking or something I needed. I thought about it, but I hadn't gotten that far to pray. Prayer is not like a hand of lucky cards or playing a game of chance. It is a thought in our minds. Sometimes that prayer works and sometimes it doesn't. But remember, friends, it's the will of God. I did a podcast number uh, 156, I believe it is, um, How to Pray. And that focus is on God's will. During podcasts, I often ask you to think. I often ask you to stop and ponder a question. And many times... I believe it really helps. It helps me, so I hope it helps you. But I've struggled with my place in this world, especially this this time we're in right now. And as I write this, um, our world is embattled in a grab for our very souls. So many Christians believe the lies that they're hearing on the airways and on social media, and it's hard to discern what we believe and what we hold dear, especially as Christians. But the question is, where is your faith? Sometimes we compromise our faith. We say, well, I'll believe A, B, and C of my faith, but not not D because it's too hard. Matthew 17, 20 says, He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move because nothing will be impossible for you. Do we have that faith, my friends? Are we on our knees daily praying 
and seeking God and asking, Lord, your will be done in my life. This is the faith that moves the mountain of our unbelief and gives us hope in the everyday. The God who gives each one of us the dignity of life, the dignity to strive to be the best, also gives us the hope that nothing will be impossible for him. Nothing, my friends. Against all odds, our prayer works, our faith in the Almighty cannot be shaken. It cannot be shaken. He knows what is best for us. When he says yes, it is because it is best for us. Let's hold on to this thought. The God of the impossible and against all odds, he will help us in our struggles and give us the words to pray. Let's go to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, I pray your will. I pray for eyes that see what faith has in store for me in that there is hope in my life and dignity and love that surpasses all understanding. I realize that nothing will be impossible for you, and I ask that you help me not to fear the everyday. I give you my day, Lord, and I ask you to help me in what I need to do, to prioritize, and to let go. I choose joy and happiness because I am created by a loving God who laid down his life for me so that I can have life in the world to come. Dear Jesus, I pray specifically for the following needs. And I pray this in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.